Welcome to a new episode of Dara's Library. Today, I'm going to read a book called Billy and the Mini Monsters, Monsters Go Party. Meet Billy. Billy was just an ordinary boy living in an ordinary life. Until one night, he found five mini monsters in his stock drawer. There was Gloop, Peep, Fang Face, Captain Snot, and Trumpet. Then he saved their lives, and they swore never to leave him. We give you the secret Harry Snot Tooth Oath of Devotion, said Captain Snot. We're awesome, shouted Trumpet. And fun, said Gloop. And scary said Fang Face. Are we scary? I'm not sure I'm very scary, said Peep. But one thing was certain. Billy's life could never be the same again. Chapter 1. Party time. Party! Billy was very excited. It was his friend Jack's birthday and he was going to his dressing up party. Unfortunately, his little sister Ruby was friends with Jack's little sister, so she was coming too. That's the problem with little sisters, they always are there, said Billy. Please be nice to your sister, said Billy's mom. But Billy found it very hard to be nice to Ruby. She destroyed his toys, ruined his games, and always wanted to play in his bedroom. Keep out. No sisters. Let me in, shouts Ruby every time. There was no way Billy was going to let Ruby into his bedroom. Ruby has to learn that Billy's bedroom was private. Go away, says Billy. Because Billy had his top secret pets to protect. The mini monsters. We can't wait to come to the party, said Captain Snot. I've been practicing the birthday song. Happy Snot Day to you, Happy Snot Day to you, said Snot. Uh, that's not how it goes, said Trumpet. The many monsters had been busy dreaming about Jack's birthday party all week. Will there be balloons, said Gloop, and cake, said Fangface. What about cheese? said Trumpet. I'm sorry but you can't come to the party, said Billy. Not after what's happened the last few times. The mini monsters were always getting into trouble. At the swimming pool, Fanface and Captain Snoot nearly drowning. Gloop being sucked down the in the drain. At home, all of the monsters getting trapped in the washing machine. At school, 
Peep ending up in a hamster cage, and trumpet sinking in a vat of baked beans, and at the airport, Gloop and Trumpet getting lost with the luggage. Billy had caused so much trouble trying to rescue them. He'd no TV for a week. Billy knew if the mini monsters came to the party, he would end up in even more trouble. I'll make it up for you," said Billy. "I'll bring you back some cake." "I want to stay right here," said Billy. "We promised," all the mini monsters said. "Bye," called Billy, and he went out of his room. And shut the door. In Billy's bedroom, follow me. We're going to the party," said Captain Snot. But Billy said, "Mumbled Peep, he won't even know we're there," said Fanface. "Okay, the coast is clear," said Captain Snot. "Oh, it's a big step," said Trumpet. Up you come! Let's go! Wee! Now jump into the into the bag. Whoo! We entered. Billy grabbed the bag and went to the party. Just remember, we have to stick together," said Funkface. Chapter two. The magic show. Billy sat down with his friends. There was going to be a magic show. Let the show begin," said the magician. He magicked flames from his wand. He made amazing balloon animals, and even sold a birthday boy in half. Don't worry, I'll put him back together," he said. And now for my final and favorite trick, the rabbit in the hat," the magician said. The magician tapped his hat three times: one, two, three, and put his hand inside, and pulled out. Fang face, that's not a rabbit. Ah, where is my rabbit? There. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, I love parties," said Trumpet. "Oh, balloons," he said again. "I'm going to fly to the ceiling." "Come down, balloons aren't safe," said Captain Snot. "It's fine. Stop fussing." Said Trumpet, "Oh, uh, oh no! Don't worry, I'll save you, Trumpet." Said Captain Snot. Captain Snot grabbed the balloon and nearly saved Trumpet. "I'm not sure this is helping," said Trumpet. "No, it's not," said Captain Snot. "Oh, oh no! They were going out with the window." Chapter three. Up 
and away. Billy rushed over to the magician. He had to get Fangface back, but Jack's mum was making everyone go outside. Time for the treasure hunt in the garden, she said. There was nothing Billy could do, but then outside he saw Captain Snot and Trumpet. Help! Oh no, they're floating away, said Billy. He had to rescue them. What if they were eaten by a bird, or swept out to sea, or carried into outer space? Billy tried catching the balloon, but he couldn't jump high enough. He tried spearing the balloon with a stick. He missed. This isn't good, thought Billy. Then the wind started to blow harder. He ran his way, and that way chasing the balloon across the garden. But the balloon kept slipping from his grasp. The balloon was heading over the garden wall. But at the last moment, its string caught in a tree. Phew, said Billy, a very tall tree. Oh no, said Billy, as he looked up. There was only one thing for it. He took a deep breath and began to climb. By now, a small crowd had gathering beneath him. Go on, Billy, cried Jack. No one's ever made it to the top of that tree before, said a boy. Careful, Billy, said, said Ruby. Billy kept on climbing, even though the branches were getting very thin. He reached across for the mini monsters. That was fun. Shall we do it again? The branch creaked and swayed in the wind. Billy wondered if he was going to fall. Slowly, carefully, he picked up the mini monsters by the time Billy got back down, his legs felt all wobbly. Ruby was watching him very closely. What's in your hand? he asked. Can't tell you, it's a secret. Well, I've got a secret too said Ruby. It's small and hairy, but really amazing. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Normally, Billy wasn't interested in Ruby's secrets, but when he had said small and hairy, he couldn't help wondering if Ruby had found a mini monster. Were they all at the party? Okay. He said at last, tell me yours first. I found a little pink hamster with wings. Where is it? Not telling, until you tell me your secret. Can I trust Ruby? Can I tell her about the mini monsters? Ruby's secret sounded a lot like Peep. Billy had to get him back. This is a very important secret, said Billy. Here goes. A little earlier inside the house. What a sweet hamster, said Ruby. Where have you come from? 
I'll put you in the doll's house. I'm just going to keep very still, said Peep. Look at your cute little hairy face. I'm not cute, whispered Peep. Here you go, said Ruby. Could this be any worse, whispered Peep again. Yes, it could, said Peep again. Much worse. Now you can have a lovely time playing in the house, said Ruby. There you go. Somebody save me soon. Chapter 4 Peep the Doll. Wow! said Ruby when Billy had finished telling her his secret. Is that really true? Shh! said Billy. You've got a little pet monsters that are alive. Can I meet them? Billy looked around to make sure no one was watching. Then he opened his hands. Hello! Captain Snot and Trumpet said. Wow! said Ruby again, and she bent down to give Captain Snot a kiss. He blushed. Then he patted Trumpet on the head. And there are more of them? Ruby asked excitedly. Billy nodded. I need your help finding them. This is what they look like. He took out a pencil and some paper. Oh, said Ruby. The hairy one is my hamster. Follow me. Remember, said Billy, as they went into the house, no one must realize what we are up to do. We're a team, said Ruby. Together, they crept upstairs, along the corridor, and into Jack's sister's room. In there, whispered Ruby, in the doll's house. Hello, Peep, said Billy. Don't you look pretty, said Billy again. I'm not a hamster or a doll, said, said Peep. Quick, Ruby called through the door. Someone is coming. Billy just had time to slip the mini monsters into his cape pocket. Then Jack's mom came into the room. What are you doing in here? I was just showing Billy the doll's house, said Ruby. Billy loves dollhouse. Billy nodded. Jack's mom looks suspicious. Well, come downstairs, she said. It's nearly time for tea. I think we're in trouble, whispered Ruby as they walked down. You should be with the rest of the party, said um, Jack's mother. Billy looked at the tea table and groaned. And I think it's about to get worse. A little while earlier. Ooh, yummy! said Pete, said Glue. Burp! He started to eat a lot of things there there was on the table. Hello! Wait on to 
you talking to me? Said Gloob to the jelly. You're being very rude. Gloop touched the jelly and it wobbled. Gloop was so very surprised. My friend, he said. Chapter 5 Jelly and Cake Oh no, thought Billy. He could see Gloop on the tea table, pretending to be a jelly. He was very good at it. So good that if he wasn't careful, someone was going to eat him. But before Billy could grab Gloop, all the other crates started coming in for tea. Just then, Jack came forward. He was headed for the jelly. Billy leaned over to pick up Gloop. But Gloop wouldn't let go of the jelly. Jack reached for the plate, so Billy picked the whole jelly. Billy, put that back. I didn't mean to t- I didn't mean to take it all. Billy was trying to move Gloop, but nothing was working. Billy said Jack's mum again. I asked you to put that jelly back. Gloop, that's not another monster. It's food. He, Billy said, I don't believe you, said Gloop. Jack's mum picked up a big spoon. Oh no, thought Billy. She's going to cut Gloop in half. I'll have it, said Ruby. She grabbed hold of Gloop and and a large lump of jelly and put them both on her plate. Where are your manners? said Jack's mum. I'm going to have to tell your mother about this. Billy looked around and realized the parents were already starting to arrive. And there and there was his mum coming to the dining room. Oh no, mum's here, said Billy. Luckily, just then, Jack's dad called. Get ready for the cake. Everyone stopped looking at the jelly and started singing happy birthday, except for Captain Snot. He said, Happy Snot Day to you. Happy Snot Day to you. Billy could hear his little voice piping up from his night inside his cape. All the children learned forward to watch Jack blow out the candles. Jack took a deep breath and... A rat! A rat! Ah! Jack's, Jack's mum fainted. Their parents screamed. But it was not a rat. It was Fangface! In all the confusion, Billy grabbed Fangface and Gloop, stuffed in them both inside his cape. That's all of them, Billy whispered to Ruby. Party's over, said Jack's mum. On the way home, I love birdie parties, said Captain Snot. 
Why wouldn't the monster talk to me? said Gloop. Because it was a jelly, said Trumpet. Oh. My favorite bit was the cake, said Fangface. Peep, you're being very quiet, said Captain Snot. Is that because you're dressed as a doll? No. Peep's crying, said Fangface. What's the matter? said Gloop. Nothing. We forgot it's Peep's birthday. Oh no, I'll tell Billy now. Chapter 6 A Monster Party When Billy and Ruby got home, their mum marched them into house. Jack's mum said, You're t You had terrible manners. Why did you both grab the jelly? We're sorry, mum, said Billy. But the good news, he added, grinning, is that Ruby and I are now best friends. I'm so lucky to have a sister, said Billy. I love my brother, said Ruby. Is that some kind of trick? No, and now we're going up to my room, said Billy. Really? said Billy's mum. To play together, said Ruby. It must be something they ate. As soon as they got upstairs, Billy shut his bedroom door. Thanks for all your help today, Ruby, he said. Maybe little sisters aren't so bad after all. Ruby grinned. Shut your eyes, Peep. There's something we've got to do, Billy whispered. Thirty minutes later, Billy opened the sock drawer again and surprise! A party for me, said Peep. Happy birthday, said Billy. Thank you for being such a brilliant pet monster. I promise never to call your hamster again, said Ruby. Then it really is my best birthday ever, said Peep. The end. I hope you like this story. See you next time. Bye.